Hello, I'm Janie and you're listening to Suddenly Solo, my podcast about my life, my musings, my lessons, the things that I'm navigating as a solo parent. I record this on my phone so you will no doubt hear dogs, kids, birdsong in the background. I thank you so much for joining me and I would love to hear from you on Instagram should you want to connect. My handle is at Rediscovering Janie. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Um, I hope your week's been well and you're doing good. I'm having a bit of an off day. I'm in a bit of a funk and I thought, well, (laughs) why not talk about that? Why not talk about what to do when you have a day or a few days or even a week of just feeling yuck, just feeling icky and stuck or maybe you're just afraid, feeling afraid because you're about to move into a new phase or maybe you're just super uncomfortable with um, some of the things that have been going on in the world or in your life and you know things are just hard and for me I think that's kind of where I'm at today. I think it's a combination of all of those things. There's a lot going on in the world that is um, really disheartening to see from the way things, you know, what's happening in Yemen to the Black Lives Matter um, to people still being sick with COVID and, you know, there's a lot. I mean, you name it. Any sort of topic you can think of, there is something going on in the world that it's hard and heavy and I guess that's part of the the burden of being human, right? Um, there's always going to be things going on that you don't like or you don't agree with or that your heart goes out to someone else um, and then throw into it your own feelings and the things that's happening like immediately in your family, in your world, in your workplace, um, all of that and other people's needs and wants and chores and you know if you're solo parenting like I am it's like everything everything it's just like sometimes I want to go and have a nap and wake up and everyone's cool and someone's coming and magically done all my yard work and the house maintenance and the housework and every single little chore that I've seen you know that I've clocked on my radar that I don't want to do because it's too big and too overwhelming you know, that's all done. And I've got a clean, fresh slate. And I feel like, yes, thank you. (laughs) Maybe they've topped up my bank account as well. (laughs) That's like my fantasy to just go to bed and wake up and everything's magically sorted. Um, I think it's important when you are feeling crappy, when you're in a low mood and you're in a funk, that you honor your feelings and you give yourself a couple of hours, maybe you need the day, maybe you need a couple of days to feel the feels, to wallow maybe, maybe feel sorry for yourself a bit, indulge in all of those feelings that you're feeling, have a little temper tantrum, (laughs) if that's what you need to do, Um, do those things 
and don't, you know, just allow yourself to feel it and move through it. Because when we don't feel it, when we try and brush it under the rug or gloss over it or be like, oh, it's fine, I'll suck this low mood up and I'll just keep going on, it, it, it builds up and it festers and then you end up having a bigger problem. So if you can honor your emotions in the moment and allow them to happen, whether that takes you a few hours or a day, just, yeah, do it. Be gentle with yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat a friend who was feeling the same way. You know, we you wouldn't beat up and berate your best friend if they came to you and said, oh, I'm really just not feeling life at the moment. It's so hard and I, I'm tired and I just want a break. And you wouldn't be like, oh, well, tough shit. Get over it. <laughs> Go and do this, that and the other get you know you just have to suck it up and get on with it um yeah that's true we do have our ups and downs and we do have to keep on with life no matter what and keep plodding forward but also I think you'd probably respond to your friend and be like oh I'm so sorry here have a cup of tea let's have a coffee let's have a chat let's maybe go out and grab a nice meal together you know you do something to help Right, you know, lift your your friend up, cushion the blow a bit for them, make them feel loved and seen, and that's what we've got to remember to do for ourselves. Um, and I think it's also super important to allow yourself to vocalize how you're feeling. Whether you jump on Instagram and you're like, "I, I am having a shit day," just letting you know I'm human and I'm having a crap day. No particular reason, or maybe there is a reason. And, you know, just have a little chat, maybe. Or ring a friend or a family member and let them know how you're feeling. Write it out in your journal. Voice memo it to yourself. You know, vocalize it. Put on some music that channels that rage or that sadness. Um, and sing along, scream along, whatever you need to do to to vocalize and give voice to your feelings and emotions. I think that's really important um, as well. That whole using your voice, um, speaking your emotions, speaking your truth, I think that's been buried within us as women, particularly um, men too, because men seem to be like quite stoic and like just shoulder the burden and keep going. I guess we're afraid of looking weak or too much or too dramatic or, you know, it's probably a self-defense mechanism. But it's not healthy, is it? Um, and it's something that we need to be aware of, that it seems to be a, a default pro programming of being human to just soldier through when we're not feeling good. And I think if we can vocalize it or at least write it out or dance it out, um, it just helps relieve the pressure. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> it wasn't that big a deal. I'm fine. You know, it was just a moment. Or if it was a big deal, if it's not just like you're feeling like in a bit of a funk and a little bit of low mood and lacking energy, if it's more of a major trauma or you know, a bigger 
set of emotions. You're, you're releasing some of that pressure off yourself and allowing that pressure to escape so that you don't have, you know, so you're not overwhelmed by your emotions later on. Um, I went to the gym and I had a really good workout with my personal trainer. Um, I don't like cardio, so we did a lot of weight training. And that's really good for me. Like if I can do something physical, um, if I'm out in the garden and I'm doing gardening, that's great um, because I it kind of that repetitive, and same with lifting weights because I'm focusing on the weight training and doing that while keeping my posture, um, lifting the heavy weight, etc. It takes your mind and your concentration into the present moment of the weight training or the gardening or whatever that physical sort of thing that you are doing, dancing maybe for you, maybe it's running. Um, and it shuts your brain up. It shuts up that inner chatter and that inner story that's always narrating and going on and telling you. Sometimes that's a good story, but, you know, let's face it, a lot of the times the, the narration that we have going on in our heads isn't entirely positive or it's not exactly helpful in the moment sometimes it's a lot of negative self-chatter and when you're doing something manual physical it helps to just still that and silence it um meditation is another really good one for helping that although I do find meditation quite hard for me personally getting into that when I'm in a in a low mood or if I'm angry or you know in a heightened sort of state of emotion meditation it takes me longer to settle into it so for me something physical um, you know exercise gardening dancing inside the house that takes my mind off and sh- and shushes the inner voice a lot faster than say meditation um and then what else did I do? Oh, I chatted with some really great friends. I'm so grateful for my friends. Um, it's just lovely to be able to just tell someone how you're feeling. Even though, you know, for me, it's nothing major. It's ridiculous things. It's a lot of fear about some changes I'm making. Then coupled with the overwhelm I've been feeling about the way the world's going. You know, plus just a busy week. And uh, I didn't sleep great last night, so I woke up and just feel yuck, you know, and that's, that's nothing major, but it's lovely to still be able to just talk to a friend and be like, I'm feeling like this. And maybe they're also feeling some kind of way and you can have a lovely exchange and both of you come away from it feeling better. Or maybe it's just your friend, like my friend today, just reminded me to breathe, (laughs) She was like, it's okay, JD, just breathe. <laughs> breathe through it. You're okay. There's nothing bad or anything chasing you. There's nothing, you know, about to attack you. It's just all in your head, so breathe. Um, I'm reading a book called The Untethered Soul. You may have read it. It seems like everyone I know has read it, except for me. And it's by Michael Singer. Um... I'd never heard of it before, so I'm only just reading it. But I'm loving the way he's explaining, like, the way our inner voice works and the chatter that goes on and the way we sort of 
you know, we get sucked into our emotions and the stories and the meaning we attach to things. Whereas, you know, we're just basically self-centered <laughs> because we are the center of our own universe. And so we attach everything that happens to us, we attach meaning to. And, you know, if someone else is observing the same thing happening because they don't have that emotional attachment, they won't necessarily have that same reaction. Um, and one of the paragraphs he writes, he says, um, he talks about asking yourself, who am I? And to ask it ceaselessly and constantly. Ask it and you will notice that you are the answer. There is no intellectual answer. You are the answer. Be the answer and everything will change. And I love that. I love it because it's so true, you know. If you're having a crap day when you're feeling negative or you're feeling angry and you're feeling sad, who are you in that moment? Are you a sad person? No, you're you and you're experiencing a set of emotions of sadness. And if you probe it a bit deeper, you usually can figure out why. Because I'm not feeling well, because I'm stressed, because my boss was mean to me at work, whatever it is, because my friend and I had a disagreement, because my child's being a pain. You know, there's usually something behind the reason for our emotion. It doesn't change who you are. It's just you observing the fact that You've had a set of circumstances happen and it's triggered these emotions. That you that is feeling sad or angry or just yuck in a blur mood, lacking energy, is the same you that also feels excited and invigorated when you're trying new things or in love when you look at the person whom you adore or centered when you're out in nature you're still that same you it's just a different set of circumstances and a different you know triggering a different set of emotions and what I love about that is if it's the same you in the moment of peacefulness and happiness and love as the same you that's in sadness and anger and worry, then you have access to the love and the calm and the centeredness. Because you are the answer. Like that quote says, you are the answer, be the answer and everything will change. So if you can sit and detach from the emotions, detach from whatever it is that's causing you to feel like rubbish or feel sad or angry. If you can detach from that and allow yourself an outlet to move through those emotions, whether that's journaling, talking to a friend, doing exercise, whatever, um, taking a nap, whatever's going to work for you. If you can allow that outlet to move through, so you can move through those emotions, then you'll find a way to get back to your center, to get back to that space of love and joy and happiness. And I also love that quote because I, I really firmly believe that we are the medicine and the magic that we are looking for. And too often we are quick to 
look outside ourselves and expect another person or something external, a new toy or a new, you know, something that we can buy or a new course or a new book, something that we can find outside of ourselves that will bring us our inner peace. Um, and to know that we are that answer, we have it all inside us, is both liberating and scary because then you realize it's scary because you realize, oh, <laughs> I'm the one holding myself back from reaching the things that I want, I'm the one holding myself back and causing myself to be stuck in that pain I'm the one reliving that relationship that's finished causing the hurt over and over again I'm also the one that is feeling exuberance when I'm out um doing something I love I'm also the one that you know I am that love when I'm having a loving moment when I'm spending time with my children and my heart super full, you know, it, it's, it's beautiful and it's terrifying at the same time. Um, so that is all. I just wanted to check in with you and say, if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or negative or angry or sad, that's okay. That's okay. If you're feeling like, oh, there's just so much on my plate and I just want to put the burdens down for a moment and hide in my bedroom and watch movies and feel sorry for myself. That's okay too. Do that. But don't dwell there too long. Give yourself the space that you need to move through it. Feel it, move through it. And then remember that you have everything you need inside yourself look in that mirror and you know see yourself really see yourself and go you are amazing and tomorrow's a new day let's go kick its ass let's go make it a good one let's go find you know five beautiful things that we can appreciate during the day tomorrow stuff that just makes us stop and wonder or laugh out loud or just grateful for being alive and the fact that we woke up when you know potentially thousands of other people haven't you know it's it's a gift and I think when we get caught up in negative feelings or stress we forget what a gift life is it just becomes something that we that's happening to us that's stressing us out and we forget the gift and that's when we need to really drill down to the small things I think those small moments that bring us joy um I have a book Simple Abundance um it's by Sarah oh what's her last name Brand Brinich I think I'm probably saying it wrong I love that book because it's about you know it's um you read an entry every single day just remind you about the small things small things to be grateful for and there's another book I've got and it's just called Simple Pleasures and that is my favorite 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 book ever because it's literally a collection of short little essays of things that make people smile you know the little simple things like 
fresh baked chocolate chip cookies or going for a swim in a natural hot spring or putting on um, a brand new pair of flannel PJs. You know, that there's or buying a fresh bouquet of, of, of your favorite flowers, those small teeny tiny things that people love that make them feel like life is great. And I love that book because I, it's just beautiful seeing all the different ways that people bring themselves pleasure and joy, all the different simple little things that, you know, that bring people enormous amounts of pleasure. Um, so if you haven't heard of those books for, before, I totally recommend um, you check them out and just, or start looking, make your own book even, start making your own lists of things that bring you joy and pleasure and comfort so that when you do have a bad day, you can um, remind yourself of all the beautiful things that you get to look forward to once you've moved through the negative moment. Um, sending you lots of love and we'll talk again soon.